February 19, 2019. It's Watt from Pedro Show.
Live from Pedro Show. Uh, now with Brother Matt. Emergency came and made him unavailable. But he's here in spirit. And we'll be back next show. Uh, I'm in Pedro, but not at my pad. I'm at my prac pad. And I'm not man alone. I got Stephanie, Julia, Meredith with me from Coat Hangers. Welcome aboard. Hello. Thank you. And Thank we started you. the show off with uh, Olio. Yeah. This was something live. John Coltrane, uh, last tour he did with Miles Davis. We start off on his own bands. And then we had the Coat Hangers doing something live from Alex's pad. He was talking about his bar on Anaheim, Long Beach, called Arthritis Sucks. <laughs> and that's where that ends. <laughs> <laughs> Hear something? Somebody, <laughs> yes. Is that somebody's leash? <laughs> 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 on okay, I want to talk it about is... uh, music journeys. Huh. So, who wants to go first? I'll go first. What are we doing? Musical journey. What's uh, this? Is Julia? <laughs> <laughs> uh, your earliest musical recollection? Oh, you know, um, my first, I'm from Belarus, so my first American song, actually, that I remember knowing all the words to, I was probably five, was I Just Called to Say I Love You by Stevie Wonder. I have a very vivid memory. That's your earliest musical Yeah, yeah. I remember, like, because I didn't know what the words meant, but I remember, like, learning all the words. And you didn't, like, you can't remember hearing a Ruski or a Belarusi? Probably, yeah. (laughs) I mean, you know, I, I, I... Grew no, up, you know, like, there's no wrong answer. Really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I grew up, of course, singing and stuff in a musical family, but just because... Oh, you did? Yeah. Because that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. In the pad was... Sometimes there's not even listeners, but sometimes there's listeners for parents, brothers, and sisters. Yeah. That are also... They partake. Absolutely. And when that happens, there's instruments in the pad. See, I've had, uh, like I was saying, almost 18 years of this show, and everyone's music journey is different. There's not one way to do this. So that's why I always ask about the early days. So in your pad, you had musical people in your family? Yeah, we had a piano. I've always took piano. And oh, so you had piano mom, lessons. Yeah, my well, mom, this is a big yeah. one, too. <laughs> this is a big one, too, because some people have very bad experience with this and makes them want to quit music. Other people, it's the greatest thing in their life. Yeah. Well, what was piano lessons like for you? Well, I took, my mom taught me piano because she... Your mom was yeah, a teacher. She, she, well, she knew. Like, she was just very musical. They were my What's it like to have? Because I know <laughs> about people who, the, the um, ladies, yes. for example, the fathers or brother tried to teach them uh, driving stick shifts. Mm-hmm. And I taught five women. <laughs> two, two of my sisters. Yeah. And I had... You got to have patience, right? And he's like, ah! So... You had a good experience with I had, your mom. You know, it's funny because my sister did not. She doesn't play anymore because she was, like, forced to do it. But I really liked it. Okay, so, so I same continued. situation, yeah. but you both mm-hmm. reacted different. Absolutely, okay. yeah. What about at school? Did they have the... Were you in choir? Yeah, I was in choir my whole band, life. Or were yeah. you in the, the, the jazz thing? Or? I was in all of those things, yeah. I was in a choir since... Marching band? I, I was in, the, like, the dance... The, she was in the I was in much of We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, just like the flag twirlers. <laughs> but still, it's musical, you yeah. You surprised. <laughs> like, this is why Flea started his Silver Lake Music Conservatory. He went back to Fairfax High. They had no more music program. That's why I asked this. Yeah. It's different. 
you know, so I got to ask. Yeah, my pop said, when you assume you make an ass out of you, you and me. me. <laughs> so that wasn't spelled by accident. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So you, you had a lot of Absolutely. music at the home mm-hmm. and in the school. Mm-hmm. What was the first record you bought for yourself? Um, for myself, what record did I buy? Is that going here? I don't remember. I, I okay. mean, honestly, I don't remember. Okay. What about the first gig home. you went to? Do you remember that? Yeah. it was. Her name is Lima Vikuli. It was like when I was seven. She's okay. um, like a... a hey, you have to tell me. I, I can't read minds yet. Uh-huh. Until <laughs> I get that point, you got to use words. Okay. So you saw, what was she singing? Like a tradition? Yeah, like pop music, like pop. Russian pop music. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to play three times with the Stooges, and um, we had some Russian rock and roll bands open up. Yeah. And interesting, mm-hmm. very interesting. One of them was great, the bass guy, of course, I'm a little biased. To it, <laughs> he was wild, man, in, in Moscow. And it was 100 degrees. Yeah. It was a very rare uh, day. The fires were burning. Uh-huh. Do you remember this? Oh, no. the, you couldn't see a block down the street because the fires were so bad. It was I felt very bad. So... What about the thing where it ain't your parents, it ain't school, it's like you get together with classmates and or friends, whatever, and do the basement band or the garage band? Yeah, well, this is the it. Room band. Did this, you do this? This was one? it. I was basically, like, I wrote by myself a lot. I sort of isolated. Yeah. And these are the first people I started actually oh, playing okay. with. Okay, so as so. a kid, you never did the bands. No. Yeah, some people are like this. Yeah. Sacrifice Joe Biden. Joe Biden starts guitar at 27. Because of the movement, you yeah. know, he sees these other people starting. So, yeah, he's drawers. Mm-hmm. So everybody's like I said, all the yeah. journey. So, okay, so it's coming up to the band. Between mm-hmm. that, you're just doing everything alone. Yeah. Okay. So uh, maybe I'll move on to you, uh, Steph. Your earliest music memory. Well, like you were talking about it, like I didn't really grow up in a very musical family. Okay. Because my parents weren't really just just wasn't a thing. Well, so. Even listening. No, yeah, no, not even listening. Do, do, you, do you have an early memory not of really. music at all? Not really. I remember Riding when I met the my... car and hearing the radio or some shit? Oh, yeah, I mean... Okay. <laughs> okay, so I guess so. I don't know, like, sh- you know, like, crappy, you know, uh, Star 94. Which, like, like uh, commercial. Just, yeah, yeah commercial. like, the worst, <laughs> poppiest... Yeah. Crap. That's a bad memory. No matter what. <laughs> that sound awful? Trying to <laughs> no, why do you think well, I'm what about in school? To... Did you do the thing? Well, I was in band and I was in orchestra, so I played okay. saxophone and violin. And ah. I, wanted, I always wanted to play drums, but my dad said that young ladies don't play drums. So, you know, hello. He's not an <laughs> asshole or anything, no, but it was no. just tradition. It was There's just traditional. So, um. Uh, roll. Yeah. Everything had a roll. You know, rock and roll wasn't allowed for a right. while. Right. <laughs> totally. Like, I wasn't even allowed to watch The Simpsons. Okay. So, um, you know. But... He was at a gig oh. last week I did with the Henry Kaiser. Matt? Matt, uh, Matt Groen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How funny. Uh, we were doing... Yeah, it was fucking a pants here. It was Love Supreme and uh, Meditations. Fuck. Yeah? I was so scared. Yeah. <laughs> I found out later. He said. Cool. Uh, so, oh, so in school, then you learned to read and stuff. Were you in the marching band, like for the? I wasn't games? in no. Okay. I wasn't in marching band. Just band. We you know we played around here and there. But and I was awful at saxophone. I was just okay. really really awful. What about violin? I was pretty good at violin okay. though. But um, interesting. They're completely different. I know. 
In fact, they don't let saxes usually in the orchestra. Well, I switched from <laughs> band to orchestra just so I could sit with my friends at lunch. Ah. <laughs> hey, so. I did a lot of stuff in school because of that. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. want to hang out with my friends. So. Sounds club. Small boat, Yeah. In the uh, challenged uh, room for the challenge students. And at lunchtime, we got to play chess and be all buzzed. <laughs> no dice, right? Right. Chess is really brutal. Like, there's no... Luck. <laughs> no. Just wait for the other guy to fuck up. So, did you, were you in bands after school, like the garage bands? No, I like I um, I got into like, I guess say like punk rock and stuff like that from my from my friends in high school and stuff and started what going to shows. Huh? Uh, this was in uh, this was in uh, Georgia. This was in Alpharetta, Alpharetta, Georgia. What big town is it by? Atlanta. Okay. It's a suburb. Uh, first place I played in Atlanta was total suburb kid. Yeah, I'll just total suburb game. What? What? Six eight eight was the first club I played down there. No, it was by the uh, Is it in Yellow the Jackets in oh, Varsity. Oh, by um, Georgia, Georgia Tech. Tech. There was something called yeah Georgia Tech. It was called, they changed its name to Metroplex or something. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember that. It's a little bit for you guys. It had a set list from Egg painted on the really. Huh? Okay, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> so uh, Atlanta always um, in the first Minuteman uh, gig. At 688, we did a uh, cable. Remember, there'd be cable access shows. Mm -hmm. This guy had like an electric chair, like Al Scoop or something. And because this tour, we thought uh, we'd be cool, uh, less sweaty. Yeah. Because the boat had uh, no air conditioning, so we got ball haircuts. And this guy <laughs> uh, asked us if we were Nancy Skinny. Oh, no. <laughs> Damn. No, I'm just hot. <laughs> just sweaty. It didn't work. It was still sweaty. Yeah, I <laughs> used it. worse than long ever. I mean, <laughs> It was mm. okay. So you're talking about these guys were kind of the first. You were in some bands. No, no, well, I these was guys always were the first band. I was always yeah. This was my first band too. I was always like um, watching like my dude friends practice. Yeah. And being like, man, yeah, I want to do that. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I can do that, but I can do that. Yeah. But I was like, it was kind of intimidating. Sure, of course. You know, and it's not. I don't know if it's because you know, no, like it's a just, female thing. It's just intimidating to learn an instrument. You know, to do it in front of people. In fa yeah, fuck it's like yeah, get in front of yeah. a class. Yeah, no, yeah, it's like giving a speech. Or something. flies so. all open. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna play uh, Captain's Dead. <laughs>
Live from Pedro Show. You just heard um, Down Down by the Coat Hangers. And before that, we had Deletions with Weird Objects. I think they're Philly. Graph with Ch- Che Mod. You get some Pewter words in there. 666, uh, <laughs> Netherlands. Guided by Voices, Einstein's Angel. Yeah, Bob Pollard. I think it's his 102nd record. Wow. <laughs> the 100th one was a double album. Not, I mean, this is an incredible cat. Uh, Lauren, before that, uh, Rarity's album, Ash. Uh, Sun Watchers and Eugene Chadbourne had ahead, ahead of that with Joe McCarthy's Ghost, which is a Minuteman song. And Professor Huge, I think he's a Greensboro guy. Because that was ne- the last gig we did on that tour, Minuteman tour with R.E.M. was Charlotte. <laughs> it was still interesting, even with that fuck shit. <laughs> and then, like, uh, the four guys were great. Yeah. St- still House Plants from Glasgow with Is It? Live uh, Cafe Odo. You ever play there in London? Good pad. Yeah. Uh, Taff Falco, brand new record, The World We Knew, and started it off with Captain's Dead, The Code Hangers. Uh, so, Meredith, Hello. your earliest musical recollection. I think my dad always, I mean, like classic rock, like the Beatles, I think, is like the Here first. The Beatles. Yeah, yeah, all the so time. Going at my parents' house. house, yeah, all the time. Where, Still. And you making music? Was um, there instruments? My dad played guitar, but not. Like, he, we just found his acoustic guitar, actually, like yeah. in the basement, but not all the so time. So it wasn't that up there where you could just yeah. like, bang and strum? No. Uh, what about school? Um, I was in marching band. All right. From what, sixth grade through clarinet. Clarinet. That's <laughs> yeah. what I, tra- I wish I still had my clarinet. I tried to, uh, you know, I wanted to do sax with 50 other guys, so yeah. it's a reed, so they give me a clarinet. <laughs> yeah. And it was uh, seventh grade and uh, junior high, and Mr. Luna was a teacher. Mm-hmm. And at, at 10 weeks, right, they call them electives. So are you going to get to take the, yeah. the next 10 weeks? And he's like, Mr. Watt, you try hard, but maybe you should... Stop wasting your time and my time. Aww. She looks at the class. Our time. Oh, yeah. my God. In front totally of the class? <laughs> Annihilated. Damn. music thing Yeah. kill myself. That yeah. same uh, the summer right before the seventh grade, mm-hmm. in between, because that's how it went in those days. It went to one to six, kindergarten to six, and then seven to nine. nine. I had met D. Boo. So... Actually, I, I was already enrolled in another music mm-hmm. program without knowing it. His mother <laughs> put me on the bass. I didn't even know what the fuck it was. <gasps> but to, there's something about the licorice stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be really pop. No, because it was like all it cuts, cuts through. Like Artie Shaw. I mean, there was a, it was popular yeah, swing band. I, like, I mean, in high school, I not like I was embarrassed, but like marching band. Yeah. You know, I, I was like, oh, this that. is dorky. But now I'm like, I wish I still had... I might buy clarinet. Last week, I, like. I went to the Lunar <laughs> Parade, Chinatown, and uh, the one from Wemos was there, uh, Wellington. Uh, they're called the Pilots, Banning Pilots. Phineas Banning, he, like, uh, invented the harbor. He's from Wilmington, Delaware. That's why it's called Wilmington. Huh. And I was so proud of them. Yeah. You know, the, the flags, the, all the stuff, the <sighs> batons and the bands. Kicking up rhythm sections, too. And these guys were twirling their saxes. Oh, awesome. My days, that's what they put the booze bottles in. Uh. in (laughs) But uh, I heard the hardest was the French horn. Yeah. And trumpets. Yeah, because you have to. Because while you're mounting. Yeah. yeah. Mm -mm. Uh, So you did that in school, Mm -hmm. uh, clarinet, in many years? 
Yeah, from sixth grade till wow. I think like my junior year. So you year. learned reading all that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, what about the the basement band, the no. garage band? First. Okay, band. that's so fucking yeah. great. I all never three even. Guys, your first yeah. thing is this. Mm -hmm. I never picked up yeah. a bass until we. I never played drums. Yeah. So. Fuck it. But not even being in a band, period. Yeah. Except yeah. school bands. Yeah. And. Uh, that, that's it. That, that's really interesting. Well, let's talk about the coat hangers. I think I'm not Right? Um, I don't know. I, I, I was living in uh, Hollywood for a while. I, was, I went to Musicians Institute. I thought I wanted to be a Music tour school. manager. Yeah. And then I did that for a minute, and it was awful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was like, fuck this, yeah. I was like, I want to be able to get drunk and play, you know? So we, I moved back to Atlanta, and then we um, we just started, how, I mean, we just started fucking around. We set up, um, I stole a drum kit. Mean? I stole my first drum kit from this guy who I had stolen my bike. Oh, and so you so, stole back? Yeah. Well, and, how'd you meet? Well, was we, we went accident? to high school together. Ah, okay. So we had known each other already, and then um, and then she, we, she was living with oh. Kent, and then you guys worked, worked together. together. Okay. So, yeah. So we were all friends before. And then we just started, like, um, fucking around. Well, when, when was the first work? time all three of you played together? Oh, like a prank, right? Well, it wasn't like practice. We would get drunk yeah. and like and sort of like <laughs> fuck around. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so we would make all these really stupid songs, and then. But um, you were doing. Now, like I can tell you, our first thing playing together was copying off records. Uh -huh. You guys started writing right away. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> no, that's what I loved about the urinal. There's a band from the old days uh -huh. called the Urinals. Yeah. These guys, they they drew straws to who was going to play what. Uh -huh. they totally. <laughs> New at this, I think in the dorm, they were film students at UCLA, and they just That's went great. for it. And we were so inspired by that, because from our days in the 70s, right, I'm 13 in 1970, mm -hmm. so my whole teen life is 70s. Yeah. They weren't that happy. <laughs> <laughs> Real uh, self-involved uh, n n narcissist. Oh, yeah? This douchebag. Yeah. That's the <laughs> 70s. There was a lot of that. Okay. Like, you wouldn't listen to shit three or four years old. Huh. Hmm. You know, uh, yeah. Nothing. Like now, kids will listen to what's Black Sabbath's over forty years yeah. old, right? There's no yeah. problem. You think we were listening to a Charlie Patton? Right. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> we fucking weren't. We were very narrow, and then everyone we knew copied songs off records or eight tracks. Mm -hmm. And uh, eight tracks was hard because you had to tracks. Yeah, up. right. <laughs> With a record, at least you could move the, you know, the gotta toad wait. arm. You gotta wait for it. Yeah, you gotta wait. For it. <laughs> <laughs> it was very difficult. <laughs> Also, they cut off, they like, they divide the whole program by four, and so it just, cut, you know, maybe that's when we get the short, <laughs> I know we got it from wire, but it was like that, time for this one, Dad, yeah. <laughs> just because of the limitation of the, of the tape, it was, it was strange, these cartridges. But you guys started writing right away, mm -hmm. that's bitching. See, that, I learned that about the movement, a lot of people didn't know what, how to do it, so they just let the freak flag fly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, when do you come up with the name Coat Hangers? We were driving back from an anti-Bush rally, actually. We went to <laughs> D.C. Older one or younger one? The younger one, yeah. Um, and we were like, oh, wouldn't it be awesome if we started a band, like, and theorizing stuff? And then we were like, the coat hangers. And then I looked it up on All Music. I looked to see if there were any bands called um, the coat hangers, and there weren't. So we were like, okay, well, now we have a name. Now we got to, like start maybe solidifying some songs yeah, when like you think anything. of coat hanger what do you think of uh well of course coat Fuck hanger you. abortions yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the way i was raised it was almost a code yeah like, don't let women have to do this of course yeah okay. and it was so like 
yeah, a lot of people, maybe they're like naive or whatever, be like, oh, is it because you like clothes? It's like, uh huh. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you know what we use coat hangers for? Uh, cleaning out the pipa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bongs, right? Yeah. Straighten them out. And, <laughs> the but, but that's always what I. I of course, yeah. People name bands for different reasons, but yeah, it's uh, kind of a thing, man. Let's be smart about this. It's, it's yeah, it was like a strong name, and we felt yeah. like pretty angry at that point. Sure, and sure. It was like er we were early 20s, and like I was in college for the first time. Like, like looking at the world in a bigger picture and yeah. figuring out what constructs I had made up in my mind that yeah. I wanted to break. And so there's a lot of frustration. I was like, fucking coat hangers, let's scream, let's do this, let's, you know. And then we just started doing that, and we didn't really want to play out. Yeah, well, I was going to ask you, what was the first gig like? We, like, we got a practice space and had invited her brother over, and they were like, oh, you guys should play show. And we were like, no, it's okay. We don't, we don't, we don't need to play shows. And they're like, no, you're going to play a show. So, um, this is after you saw you practice. Yeah. And so we, Booked this show and we were hoping it was going to get canceled. <laughs> like we were well, just there terrified. Was, there it was a, a house there show. Was like a water, we did, oh, we house did a house show first. That. So there's a Halloween house show and like we did as a, like a practice for the real gig show. Halloween, so it was like yeah, you we costumes. were dressed up. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I've done many Halloween. Last few Halloweens I ain't done, but I, I did almost twenty eight or twenty nine in a row. Whoa. Always wore. Costume, yeah. or at least something over my yeah, fucking yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> made it impossible to breathe. Yeah, yeah the, the masks right don't last. Look, we're at the end of the first hour. Tuesday, um, yeah, it is Tuesday. But <laughs> February 19th. <laughs> <laughs> Special guest, coat hangers. Hold tight for hour two. <laughs> February 19th, 2019. It's the second hour of the Watt Fabiro Show. <laughs>
Mr. Cockburn took his last 
That never fit to prevail, persuade and engage. It's the permanence of change that governs.
We take two lightly our reverend positions and through decisions and back and out. Pop, think about countless settlers, creatures before us. Oh, thinking that no one's taken, none for well that one can tell. Cause the trail's been beaten down by all that's come before. Like that smell Sounds like a dream Feels like I did look Too perfect to believe When I see the stars fall, small smile, double cross my heart. With the people, with the people, with the people. We the people, we the people, we the people, we the people, we the people are too dependent on this game of abstract numbers and rules.
Off from Pedro Show, we started the second hour off with Trailer Park Boneyard. And I was uh, telling the ladies here, um, we have a trailer park. And it's kind of the, the waiting room for the boneyard because it's like for older <laughs> people. It's not so much. <laughs> uh, there's a good uh, view of the cliffs there, too, that a lot of people don't know off Stargazer. You know, I've been here 52 years. I'm, I'm from Virginia. Huh. Well, Vietnam, a lot closer here. So my pop is a sailor. But I know lots of stuff here that people born here don't know. Uh -huh. I'm uh, part of the San Pedro Bay Historical Society. Oh. Cool. So, yeah. Huh? Uh, I like Virginia, you know, and stuff, but on tour. Right. <laughs> yeah. Get the hell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, honeysuckle and crab apples, fireflies, and yeah. sweaty summers, freezing winters. <laughs> so visit on tour. <laughs> then we had uh, Rooster Cogburn from Spain. That's uh, Petra's brother, Josh. Cool. Uh, Dalham with uh, Pat's been beaten down, a chronic anxiety arb arbitrator. Arbitrator? Arbiter, huh? Arbitrator? Arbiter. Aliyah? This one, too. A-L-L-I-E, but they're from Japan. So I wonder how they would pronounce it. Romaji would be uh, Aliyah, but maybe it's Ally. But allies is, is plural with I-E. That challenged me. <laughs> that song is called Touch. We play with a band up in the city, San Francisco, uh, called Uncle Bob Touched Me. Oh. <laughs> That's fun. Most of the music was interesting, but the name was like... Interesting. And then finally, the coat hangers with Hurricane. Hurricane. <laughs> okay, so that gig, the Halloween gig, how'd that go? It went good, right? I was, you know, something. We got through it, basically. Yeah. It was like Pan, just stiff. I call those pan shooters. Yeah. <laughs> was there a lot of people? Yeah, there was, okay. the, yeah. Because I mean, if there's not anybody there, we call those character builders. Yeah. <laughs> or practice. Oh, we played, yeah, <laughs> yeah. practice. We call it practice. <laughs> John Coltrane would practice after the gigs. Yeah? I was his mind about Prague. Yeah, there's just, uh, Miles Davis talks about this story. Miles, I can't stop playing. What can I do? <laughs> well, you take the motherfucking mouthpiece out of your motherfucking mouth. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> yeah, bingo. Uh, so, uh, what'd that lead up to? What about the first recordings? Well, see, that's what, so the second show, the actual show, we play with our friends, and then at that show, our, this guy Mark comes up, and he says, do you guys want to put out a 7-inch? And I was like, oh, my God, we made it! We're going to put out a 7-inch. Well, you also were saying, why do we have to do gigs? But yeah. you put, like a Steely Dan yeah. thing where they just made records for a long right. time. Yeah. Right? So, okay, this guy wants to yeah. do something. So you go into a studio. So we go into a studio. Uh, we went into Nickel and Dime. It's not... Uh, yeah, it was Anymore. like a really old, yeah, they closed it down. Yeah. But like Johnny Cash had played there and um, B-52s, you know, oh, it had a lot of history. B-52s were Athens, huh? Yeah, Athens. Cool um, and we just rec recorded like a day. All, all well, that was for the first hours. record. Oh, that was the record, you know, I don't yeah. remember where we recorded that 7-inch. Maybe it was at someone's house. Okay. It must have been at someone's house, like super lo-fi. Maybe Lamar? Like cassette four track. Yeah, 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 like like super yeah, duper low five. Yeah, because Nickel Cause and the, Dime was the record. Yeah, yeah. the record then huh. came after that, and they were like, "Do you want to put out a record?" <laughs> you mean the record like twelve inch? Like a yeah. twelve inch, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so they were like, "Uh, we 
you went and we were like, oh shit, we got to write a lot of songs and know how to play them. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we went in overnight and did it in two nights because we could. Our friend let us do the like 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. shift for free or yeah, discount. Yeah, downtime. It'd be yeah. it'd be half. Yeah. When we had to go up to Hollywood, you know, we'd even buy used tape because the two inch right. was uh, 15 minutes at 30 ips and cost 150 bucks. Use tape though, seventy-five bucks. You just yeah, yeah. We've done that before. Yeah, yeah, we've done that. And then the downtime, midnight to eight. Yeah, so that would be more Mm -hmm. economical. Yeah, we would we would record the tunes in order so we didn't spend money on sequence. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, yeah. And and also, shit costs more to do. The the way making music now is much (coughs) more economical. Yeah, it is. Like you could do it in houses. Yeah, yeah. And like good shit, like mm-hmm. a, a yeah. Pro Tool HD rig, mm-hmm. you know, you know yeah. fucking bad. Uh, I want to play a Derek song. Oh, yeah. What can you tell me about Derek's song? Derek used to be one of our best friends, and unfortunately he passed away. But oh, yeah, heroin, man. Don't do heroin. But um, oh, but no, heroin. yeah. So, but no, it's like we, I think um, I've written four, three or four songs for, for him. Four Reckless songs, yeah. <laughs> so this is just one of them. Okay. Right. You know, uh, Herbie right. Flowers, great bass player. Walk on the wild side. Mm-hmm. He did that with two bases, stand up and a leg. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Why do I keep asking you that? I don't know. I'm shocked. You're just I can't lying. Down and just lying to us. Slide <laughs> <laughs> up on it. Wow. Cool. He said his advice was don't play too many notes, don't do drugs. <laughs> okay, here we are. Derek's song. <laughs>
Pedro Show, F the NRA, you just heard. <laughs> and before that, Aaron Oppenheim with Fourth Lord, Can You Hear Me? Ahead of that was uh, Bonsai Universe with Woody, with Too Real, local guitar guy, pretty incredible. Remorse Code with the, the Figurative Cliffs. Such a sophisticated title. Mm -hmm. Figurative cliffs. They read. They read. Morse code. You'd be like Morse code, you know, yeah. but Morse. It's <laughs> supposed to be Morse. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And then we start off with Derek's song, co uh, Code Hangers. Uh, so w when you got in there, what, uh, did you work with a producer? Um, you had an engineer producer. Okay. A guide, because we were just like, <laughs> You're brand new. Yeah, 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 so green. You're doing it, and uh, how long did it take? Two days, two nights. And then mixed? I think we recorded first night and mixed the second. Yeah. Okay, so the whole thing done. Yeah. That double nickels on the dime, 48 mm -hmm. songs mixed in one night. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. But they're little songs. <laughs> and it also was eight tracks, so there was a lot of stuff to me. Half of it was the drums. Right. Right, and then a singing, a bass, and a guitar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They did it all one night, Ethan James. Great oh. cat. Great cat. Cancer got him. He ended up, uh, last gigs he got was playing Hurdy Gurdy for the San Francisco uh, uh, Philharmonic. Oh, oh cool. cool. So, yeah, Hurdy Gurdy. Yeah. <laughs> worked that into the band. You know? <laughs> yeah, a lot of people do, but not a lot of symphonies, maybe. Uh, so, uh, one day, one day, did you go out and tour it? Yeah, actually, our first tour was t uh, October of that year, 2007, with this band called Demon's Claws, and we went up all the way up. Did we go up to Canada? I can't remember, but up the East Coast and down and did the so thing. So it was mainly, it was yeah. that side of the Mississippi River. Absolutely. Because yeah. yeah. there's hell rides to get to our side. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, it's, it's got to be a serious tour. Uh, but you eventually did get out here. Now you're, mm -hmm. you're living here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, now how did that happen? When we got out here, or how did we end up living here? Well, we <laughs> I mean, you know, as the records went on and as we went and got, like, just toured more, came out here and just started touring. I really don't know how we ended up doing this for 13 years. It was kind because, of like you know, a snowballed. To tour from here is tough. I mean, there's the coast, but then mm -hmm. well, it's like Billy and the Descendants. Mm -hmm. He moves to Fort Collins because it's in the it's middle. It's in the of middle. Smart guy. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. <laughs> but you're still in Texas. Yeah. Uh, in December, yeah. it's snowing. Uh, you know, of course, you're going to live in the Rocky Mountains. I mean, uh, but uh, it is a little more central. Well, we're uh, bi coastal because yeah, we still live. They in live in Atlanta and oh, live out here. Yeah. So I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah. That. yeah. So it, it's kind of it works out. Yeah. yeah. Have a home base in yeah. both I mean, places. It kind of works. It does. Yeah. <laughs> it works out. It's weird. It, I like miss practice. Julia. Big gaps yeah. in pr between practice. Yeah. 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 So probably before a record or before a tour, uh -huh. you get out there and. That's exactly do what we're doing right now. Yeah. We've been Is practicing. That what you're doing for, now? Yeah, we've been practicing for the past couple of days, and then we started off on Wednesday. Why is there a uh, recording coming up? We're touring. We're touring. We got a new record. We're practicing all the new jams. Mm -hmm. Got it for you. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, Pam, the most recent thing she gave me was uh, live at Alex. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's it. It hasn't come yeah. out yet. Don't put it on the internet yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Although, Bimbo, I'm going to play. Yeah, next yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. that was a, yeah. That was the same. And, and FNRA. FNRA. And then, yeah, we got another one coming up. Oh, yeah. Th that's on here, too. Okay. Yeah. Okay, 
Bad people, you can't see this, but I'm yeah. looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> Soon you enough. You can't see it. <laughs> Soon <laughs> enough, you'll see it. it. Yeah, that's kind of... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Reminds me of uh, just the lady in the royal trucks, a little bit, Jennifer. Uh, this is the second hour of uh, February 19, 2019. Just watch Peter Shore's special guest, Code Hanger, sign type for hour three. February 19, 2019. It's the third hour of the Watt for Pedro Show. Text. 
want for some mommy glow I'm sorry but no mommy glow
what might unite though is Luby or, or Frippertronics. <laughs> but years ago, before Robert Fripp even fucking did this, I was doing this and I invited Brian Eno over to my house and I showed it to him. And I said, look what I fucking did. On base. Derek Tronics. It's got a much better ring to it, doesn't it? With which I got a term for this. I want you to know it is Derek Tronics.
What, for B-Row Show, we started off the third hour with the coat hangers doing Nosebleed Weekend. Uh, yeah, what's a Nosebleed Weekend? Well, it could be a couple of things. Lonnie <laughs> yeah, got a nosebleed at a gig we had in France on his B-Day. I mean, he'd have chow in the morning, and then he gets his nosebleed and would not stop. They had to have a doctor come and, like... Cauterize it? Yeah, burn it. it. Yeah, I get really glad. put a leather kind of thing in there? Yeah. She gets but them all the it, time. But it, it was a symptom of high blood pressure because six months later, passing uh, away the heart attack, he never went well, to Well, yeah, I used to get really bad nosebleeds. Yeah. So whenever I see Nosebleed, uh, I make a connect with the Ronnie. Yeah. And then his B-Day was on the day John Coltrane died. Mm -hmm. Well, not the exact day. That's day of the yeah. month. Right, <laughs> right. right. It's John Coltrane, 1967. Uh, some things I can't remember, see? Yeah, hey, I remember a lot. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and then in my uh, favorite lounge, A Time With Sound from Dan Jones, Kansas City. Chris Butler out of Cleveland. Is he in Akron now? But they're close. Uh, Mommy Go. Yeah, Father Figures out of Phoenix with uh, Controls Broken. Julie Slick out of Philly. Great basses. Uh, none, none More Eleven. And it was live. And finally, Drive by the Code Hangers. Now, I, 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 I got to say, the first time I heard Drive was watching video. You guys have made many <laughs> official videos. People, I'm not talking about, you know, the leash of... Uh, Phone uh, things that sounds like <laughs> all moving around and shit, yeah, and blurry and out of focus. I'm talking about like the, these guys, uh, ladies have put together visuals to go to their songs. And in fact, they they say official. You know, I, you see this one or two, but I saw you guys eight or nine of these things, <laughs> and even more. So, so when was the first one made? Uh, it was for the first record, I think Parcheesi or Tanya Harding or one of those. Okay. And what's been really nice is we just working with friends and different artists to see what their vision would be, you know. That's the best part about making yeah. videos. It wasn't like it's the pretty designing dorky. for yeah. MTV. Yeah. It's like, hmm, yeah. Like, <laughs> we weren't really, you know, a lot of it. We didn't even put our faces on our records until uh, the last Nose one. Yeah, Nosebleed. So we weren't really into being like focus of attention yeah but we felt like you know we just needed visuals and we like videos and our dream is always to make a video for every song on the record wow but we just run out of time sonic youth did that for daydream yeah i think Nation. we might do it for this record yeah there's a song <laughs> that, i think it might be one of the first songs but thurston made a song of me fucking calling him up -uh. <laughs> <laughs> they make a video for it that's funny so he writes all the spiel you know, I didn't know I was in the studio. I'm calling. <laughs> but they, where they lived, they throw the keys down to Yenisak because mm -hmm. there's no doorbell. You, there's a payphone there. Mm -hmm. so and then they, they takes another call when I'm in, next day in Providence, Rhode Island. And, put them together, and that's what it's called. So the, paper, the, the he's got the words written on papers and the camera slowly mm. on, on the deck and you hear this piano. It's so weird. Trippy. That's cool. <laughs> they did it for every tune, so maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, one. every song has a different vibe. Uh, oh. Now, Bimbo is the first song on this record, right? Mm -hmm. That's coming. Yes. The Devil You Know. Uh -huh. uh, we're going to play that. You want to <laughs> say anything about it? It's, no. No. <laughs>
Watch the Pedro Show. Uh, last music for this edition. You just heard Adderall by Coat Hangers. Ahead of that was Henry Kaiser with Bill Frizzell. Uh, something live of the, them playing together, the very last of the very few. And Henry Kaiser's the guy who did that Coat Train stuff with last week. And he just wrote me and asked something, do something in New York City with uh, Ornette Comont's uh, Donardo, his uh, son on the drum. Hmm. So... Yeah, scary. Talking about pan shooters. <laughs> then start off with, uh, no, no, ahead of that was National Debt with uh, feeling kind of frippin', you know. <laughs> That's Crane. <laughs> he used to live here. Well, he's from the hill, and now he lives in Idaho. You depend, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> then we start. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, I lived there for a little bit because there was a reactor there. Actually went critical. Oh. Yeah, it's a whole thing. My pop told me about it. And my mom would say fish stories and shit, and sure enough. This SRC one, weird story behind it. But Atomic City was the first little town lit up by a reactor. Oh, and, uh, yeah, start off with Bimbo. But coding. And then, t- uh, tell me about this uh, new record. Where was it recorded? Uh, in LA. Where? Valentine Recording Studios. Where is that? Silver Lake. Um, it's more no. like the Valley. It's like the, Val. the one one off of the. What? You don't know what town? Valley Village. Valley Village, something like by, that. By Studio City yeah. in Burbank. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I recorded my first opera in Bur- Burbank. Yeah, but it's yeah, a cool studio. It's old. And, and then mixed it in Glendale next door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of these pads, what, what, what's it, what, what was it called? Uh, Valentine's. Valentine's. Mm-hmm. That was good. You liked it. Love it. Okay. It's like stepping into it back in time because it hadn't been touched since, what, 19... 19- 70. 70 something? Wow, because that kind of gear has to be they were used. They were using it as a storage unit. Cause wow. the Yeah, because the guy who, Mr. Valentine, who like used to, he used to record like big band stuff. And, yeah. Like, you know, and. Big band, so he goes Yeah, okay. it's a huge rec- live room, and then he has like a smaller one, but anyways, so, um, so yeah, they and they just didn't know what they had on their hands, and they had all this like original old tape equipment and machines and recording, and, and yeah, so it's great. Uh, how long? Was it two days? Uh, <laughs> two, weeks? Well, yeah, two weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks. Two uh-huh. weeks. Mix and record? Mm-hmm. And, uh, For the most part. Did you do any writing in the studio, or did you come with songs? You know, always kind of finishing up, rounding off the edges, I think, in the studio. But this we, time we pretty much had... We came prepared. Yeah, yeah I know some bands have been come with no songs. And so you're paying that money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then money. you're just, there's too much pressure and it's just yeah. like shit. Yeah, so. Okay, so we came prepared this time, but It'd it's cool. Right in the practice. Yeah. Cool <laughs> yeah. <in the> <laughs> and uh, and uh, producer? Mm-hmm. Who? Mr. Uh, Nick Jodin. Okay. Yeah. What was that like? His first time working with him? No, we did Nosebleed Weekend with him too. Okay, okay. And that was we the first time we, we worked with him. Also you must have liked doing it because you did. Yeah, hell too, yeah. Because right? he's like, he's kind of like, he like pushes us, you know, to like, oh, is that what you're going to do? You know, and he's, he's French Canadian, so he's like, is that all you're going to do? Or like, you know, and like, I don't know. I don't know. He pushes me in a good way. At least. My buddy Larry did the last couple of years of Drugs of the Stooges. He saw Buddy Rich when he was nine. Yeah. And Buddy had a microphone. I was like, well, Buddy's going to sing. He's using the microphone. To order everyone around. Oh. <laughs> to make them kind of order. Yeah. <laughs> to a solo. Yeah. One guy finished a solo. He'd get out there. Well, is that all you got? Give <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <get> a break. Every solo. This guy is on the beer. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got some good stories. About that. 
<laughs> meet him on the bus after the show. He kept, there's a long old line. He keeps hearing this, Nerds! Nerds! and he finally it's his turn. And down at the back of the bus, and buddy in a pink bathrobe, and you know, <laughs> troop is like you know skewed. He's just he's a little staring down at the thing with a sharpie and magic marker in his hand. And Mr. Um, Larry's got the red. Mr. Richard, the reason why, I've, you know, the whole fucking mm-hmm. rigmarole, why I started drums, why I keep going, all mm-hmm. inspiration, but he's just down there, and he takes the record, scribble, next! That's what he was, that's what he was hearing, him just, like, no eye contact, no shit, yeah, next! Jesus. So, <laughs> Terrifying. I know. But you know what? He stuck with drums, so it was, a, there you go. it might have been like a farmer wants a good crop, so he uses a lot of manure. <laughs> Kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you call it negative reinforcement, <laughs> right. uh-huh. like that. So you, then you like getting a little push instead of oh yeah, it's all great, you know. Yeah, like if you would like to phone it in. I feel so. I did a whole song over the phone, the last song on the last Minutemen record. Uh-huh. I did a cover of Rocky Erickson Bermuda. Nice. And I phoned it in. <laughs> did it on the answering machine. So. Yeah. Nice. I uh, did that before Thurston. Yeah, right. Did his answering machine. <laughs> so uh, you're getting, right now the album's done. It's about to come out when? March 8th. March 8th. And then there's a tour around it. Where mm-hmm. can people find out about you on the internet? Thecoathangers.com. Okay, that's T H E C O A T H A N G E R S dot com. Yes, yes, sir. That's so great. You got your own website because I know <laughs> there's other telephone poles to stick flyers on. Yeah. Shitter, instant ham, <laughs> and fake look. All kinds fake of stuff, look. right? <laughs> but uh, having your own site is, mm-hmm. to me, like ethics of fanzines. Yeah. No filter, no middle. Man. Yeah. You know, God told. Gatekeeper shit. <laughs> and that's why I thought was going to happen. Everyone was going to have their own website. Everybody had their own fancy. No, we all meet at these fucking corny merch things. Yeah. Oh, humans, they're trippy. <laughs> Little Richard sold way fewer copies of Tutti Frutti than Pat Boone. What the fuck is that about? That's 1955, right, or something. This is the way we are. Because <laughs> sometimes, you know, we let the freak flag fly, and the other times we're fighting to get the sheep clothes on. You know, that nail that sticks up gets hammered down. All right, <laughs> it's a big honor for me to have you guys born. I like what you're doing now. I know Thank the story you. behind it, <laughs> and even more into it. It's incredible, and that you kept on keeping on. Yeah, thanks. Thank Dude, you. Thanks so much. That means so much. It really does. <laughs> People's been, uh, you're very welcome. It's <laughs> been uh, February 19, 2019 edition of Peter Show. Keep your powder dry. <laughs>